preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. And thanks for making us America's number one pet talk, Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. That's the toll-free number. We encourage you to call us today. I know that uh, someone special will be calling. Judy has booked... The Amazing Kreskin. Yes, gosh, you know what? I remember watching him on Carson's show years ago. Carson's show? I mean, oh no, wait a minute, that show's... Leno, he's been on Leno, right? Recently, (laughs) recently on Leno. How old are you? Yeah, I'm 29 again. Coming up, actually. Yeah, well, he's on Regis now uh, as as fairly frequently regular, I believe, and we'll find out. I've decided to call the Kreskin and the Amazing Kreskin to tell me what the Chinese government is thinking this last week. There was a a giant massacre there of about 50,000 dogs. I got Uh, the email and I thought it was a big hoax. We'll find out all the details in just a couple of minutes here. First, I want to tell you about an email that I got that I really like. Uh, We asked you to send us your dogs or cats speaking. And so far, there's been there's been a, a, a good few. response, yeah. but uh, I'm not really sure that these animals are saying what the <laughs> guardians say they're saying. So, uh, but this one today, we got this this morning, and I figured it'd be a great way to kick off the show. Uh, this one, I, I believe, is saying. Uh, well, I'll let you figure it out. You tell me what it's saying, okay? Are you ready, Judy? I'm ready. You want your mama? I want my mama. <laughs> one more time. You want your mama? I want my mama. Oh, that's so sweet. I think that dog is saying, I want my mama. Uh, no doubt in my mind. If you have, if your dog is very talented or your cat or your ferret or your giraffe, send us audio. <laughs> your voice at AnimalRadio.com or on a cassette tape. The address is, of course, at our website at AnimalRadio.com. Now to the bad news. In China this week, there was a massacre of about 50,000 dogs in an anti-rabies campaign. Apparently, three dogs, three came down with rabies. Did they bite someone? I don't know. I don't know how they found out that the dogs had rabies. So they figured uh, the government ordered a mass slaughter and 50,000 dogs. Jeez. I I can't even grasp that. It's very... The mentality. China, where only 3% of dogs are vaccinated against rabies, uh, more than 2,000 people die a year there. It's, It's very dangerous. That's why you need to get your dog, get its rabies vaccinations. It's very important. Uh, some owners were offered 63 cents an animal. And, of course, those animals were put down. Uh, not great news, but I, I've decided we should call in the amazing Kreskin to try to figure out what the... Uh, what were they thinking? What was the Chinese government thinking there? It's the amazing Kreskin. <laughs> is, the, is this Hal and Judy as well? Yes, it yes, is. It no is. stranger to animal radio <laughs> and, uh, of course, the pinnacle of your career, I imagine, right? <laughs> you know, I. Uh, and by the way, I didn't have to be a mentalist to know that you were calling. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I just, I have to tell you that even though, of course, as an entertainer and a thought reader, I'm, I'm not always associated with animals, I am now sitting here. I've, I just came home from a parent's... Uh, Actually, on the believe it or not, on the CBS Television Network early earlier today, but on a different situation. So I'm sitting home. I don't. I only get home about four days, four days a month because wow. I've now tra- I've now traveled. Um, uh, as of three months ago, I've now traveled three million miles. So wow. it's kind of a record. <laughs> but here I'm sitting in the kitchen by the phone, uh, and in front of me is Miss Kitty, who's washing herself. She's a brown brown calico, long-haired cat. She's about 15, 16, squeaky, 
who's black with white paws and a, and a white chin. And she's staring right at me, about three feet away. And Bugsy, who's the youngest, he's uh, black and gray. I call him Bugsy after the gangster because he steals stuff. <laughs> and see, I, 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 I don't get... I, people are with them every day, every day and in the evening, too. But now when I, when I finish speaking to you folks, I will go in the family room and just relax, and I will tell you, within three or four minutes, Miss Kitty will jump up on the couch on my left, put her front and back paws on my left arm, and proceed to fall asleep on my arm, which immobilizes me. <laughs> yes. And then Squeaky will sit on the couch next to me, and Bugsy will sit on a coffee table, literally a foot from, from my left. Now, if I eat dinner by myself, the only, they can only get away with by myself. There's people here, of course. They'd say, well, you would allow this. But I've eaten by myself. The three of them on the kitchen table, literally six inches away from me, watching every piece of food as it goes in my mouth. Yeah. So you see, when I'm home, I don't run the house. They do. Well, and you know what? They, they've taught you to relax. You say that they immobilize you, and that's what you need. You need yes. to just sit down and let the world pass for a second. Because when you travel three million miles, jeez. Yeah. yeah, this so far since, uh, since January, actually since last December, I've been in... Spain, Italy, New Zealand, Australia, Japan, Wales, Netherlands, uh, England, and, uh, and of course, some parts, and the United States, even some wow. foreign countries like New Jersey. Now, I'm from New Jersey, so I, I constantly say that jokingly. We're glad that you love your animals so much, and we're very glad that you are standing behind what United Action for Animals is doing. And, and a lot of other animal groups, too, you know, especially with this disaster in China, which I'm sure you're aware of, aren't you? Well, what? tell listeners, first of all, I wanted to tell listeners, uh, because you might be too young to know who Amazing oh. Preskin is. <laughs> well, I'm, a thought, I'm not the thought reader who people kind, kind of, my name is constantly dropped in, in different, you know, just, uh, just a few days ago, well, a lot of sports shows keep saying, you know, when the, the game is going a certain way, well, uh, how did you know that? Well, I'm not Preskin. Well, then, it's, it's become a regular uh, yeah. word of the language, and, and of course, uh, immortalized by Johnny Carson. And I just did with, yeah, I did, I did 88 shows with Carson. Yeah. I've just done 108, 108 shows with Regis, which means we've both been around while. And and uh, um, I, I tell you, my my work, uh, people have seen me at universities or concerts or theaters or television, deals with my ability to, to tune in on people's thoughts. And I, Dr. Margaret Mead, the lady, uh, she's an anthropologist in another era, and a lot of, lot of, lot of people today in college don't, don't know who I'm speaking of, but she was a remarkable anthropologist. And she had come to a lot of my performances and brought uh, like 200 students and what have you, because she was interested in in telepathic phenomena, and she she always wanted me to call myself a, a, a sensitive, and I'd say, Doctor Mead, I know why you're asking me that because a sensitive is an old term of a couple of centuries ago when people seemed to have unusual gifts and families in the old uh, parts of the world, they would mm -hmm. be called sensitive. But I said, if I recall that today, I would spend the first half hour of the show trying to explain what the <laughs> heck I was, you know, making sure they understand. I'm not a terrorist. I'm not a, a, a wife beater, anything like that, you know. But I, uh, it's been um, it's been an incredible uh, career. I just, I just love my work. Now I have the biggest question of your career. What What's are that? the Chinese thinking? Well, I want to tell you something. It's funny. It's interesting. I was very upset. I don't even know where I was last last Thursday, but uh, people were calling my office. So my secretary called me on my cell phone and said, "You have to get to a computer and then get tonight's paper." And without going into details, and I'm I'm going to 
explain this in only three, four sentences because it's too upsetting to talk about. But don't you know, they had three incidents, I guess, of rabies in the country. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, and just let me exp- uh, say, and this is including people who had their pets inside their house, people who were walking their pets, they proceeded to order. And it turns out that some 50,000 dogs were killed in the most horrendous way, some in front of their owners. I think some of the owners were given 93 cents for the, each animal kill. And I'm thinking that I, I just could, to me, I want to tell you something, and I, I say this in the true sense of the word, Hal and Judy, mm-hmm. to me it was an act of terrorism. Yes. Because first of all, you are, now, you are not only doing something uh, unconscionably cruel to innocent uh, life on this planet, that, but you are, show, you are showing contempt for the people who have these pets, who given them and shared their love, the cruelty. Mm-hmm. So my, my comment is even beyond, uh, oh, by the way, uh, to preface all this, I've said this for many, many years, uh, uh, and I still stand by it, Hal and Judy. I say, if you really want to understand people, mm-hmm. see how how they treat animals. Sure. Exactly. Observe. You can learn a lot of more. You can learn a lot more about them than a battery of psychology tests, which should be filed away in a, a waste paper basket. And the other thing I have to say, and I've I've learned this all my life. One thing you can say about animals: they don't betray people. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I think uh, uh, folks listening in right now, let let that haunt us that animals don't betray people. I'd love to say the same thing about people. But what this is showing us, maybe it's this horrendous act of terrorism is a, a, that's been afflicted on innocent animals and the pe- other people gives insight, in my opinion, into the mentality of these government officials. I'm not talking about the Chinese people as the populace, but government mm-hmm. officials and the kind of people we will have to deal with because obviously... If they know, if they don't realize the harm they've done, even in people's personal lives, mm-hmm. then you know that they have a contempt for human beings. That's my comment. Well, you know what? Even before this, and I think it's important that people be reminded, even before this horrible massacre, many of the Chinese still eat yeah, dog. They yeah, I don't, use. I don't, I don't even. I don't. You know how? Uh, I don't even want to. I'm very. Ima- I understand. My it's such a horrible, I understand. horrendous thing. But we're now. You know, we have to be realistic about uh, this world today, and there's 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 a lot of wonderful, good people, and we're we're fighting some evils in the world. But the, uh, it's been all true in history. The the thing that's only that's more scary today is that the the weapons that evil people use are much more devastating than they were years ago. So it becomes something we all have to realize. But we've also got to understand the minds of people and and the the thinking and the psychology of people that will have to be dealt with, often by statesmen, often in political arenas and what have you. And this needs to be, in my opinion, a footnote. A footnote on the uh, on the copy and the paperwork of every statesman, every negotiator, every person who wants to contend with and to deal with a certain part of the world. And I'm telling you this as a warning, not not with an ominousness, but as a warning, because the only thing, it's been said many times before, the only thing we ever learn from history is that we never learn from history. <laughs> By the way, in a few months in October, I have something very exciting to announce, and, and maybe if you could, if I could give you a post-hypnotic suggestion, we're going to have this tremendous urge to call me oh, yes. in a couple <laughs> of months, and if it's not strong enough with how Judy will say, 
Hal, you just got to pick up the phone and call Chris. I, I'm very excited. I can't. It's terrible to leave a cliffhanger like that. But again, I'm in show business, right, guys? Well, it. you know what? I, Ed Asner uh, told us once uh, that his show was canceled. It, it was first heard here on Animal Radio. Oh, my God. We're going to find out <laughs> what Kreskin's up to first on Animal Radio. Very positive and very excited. And meanwhile, you know, everybody listening in, because I, I swear, as as God is my judge, uh, when, I, when I do hang up, I'm going to each of these animals, and everyone should do this at home with their just give them a hug because really the hug helps helps ourselves as much as it does those these, these beautiful creatures don't you think absolutely yes. go hug your animals right now oh yeah you gotta do it. give them give them the you gotta give them the very best thoughts because I these are you know I wouldn't want to play poker with these guys they know what's going on <laughs> <laughs> they sure do they're they're smarter than us the amazing Kreskin joining us on Animal Radio thank you so much oh, Kreskin take care bye Hal bye Judy take care you too now uh Coming up still, Mad Cow, it hasn't gone away just because the media isn't focusing on it anymore. It's actually still a couple of cases. You just brought me some news stories. Some new cases in the last couple months. We're going to find out the details of what's going on up next. Animal Radio is brought to you by Knockout. If the problem is pet odors, Knockout is the solution. Simply spray and walk away. Knockout is biodegradable, non-toxic, safe for your pets. Get yours today at www. Knockout.com. That's N O K O U T. No, it's spelled kind of weird. N O K O U T. Knockout.com. Animal Radio is also brought to you by PetMate. You know, when you transport your pet, the kennel size is very critical to your pet's safety. The new PetMate Very Kennel Ultra is available in a wide variety of colors, sizes, and meets airline requirements. Visit them at www.petmate.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. The Animal Minute is brought to you by Doggone It Lawn Repair and Gee Whiz. For dogs, natural and organic, Doggone It Lawn Repair heals yellow spots in your lawn, while Gee Whiz prevents urine burns before they start. Available at local pet stores, grocery stores, or lawn and garden stores. To learn more, visit www.earthsbalance.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. With today's gas prices, most people are trying to stay away from the pumps. But a peacock in England has fallen in love with one. Every day for the last three years, Mr. P, the lovelorn peacock, walks a quarter mile to visit his girlfriend, the gas pump. He spends the day spreading his fancy feathers in hopes of winning her heart. Ornithologists believe Mr. P is confusing the clicking sounds of the pumps with the sound of a female peacock in a romantic mood. All three peacocks that owner Shirley Horseman hatched from eggs have chosen unusual mates. One of his brothers is in love with the family cat, and the other has a crush on a light fixture. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You work hard to keep your lawn green. So stop chasing your dog around to prevent those yellow spots. Dog on at Lawn Repair heals lawns from dog or cat urine without reseeding or resodding. You can even prevent urine burns before they start with G-Wiz for dogs. Both Dog on it and G-Wiz, all natural and organic products, are available at local pet stores, grocery stores, or lawn and garden stores. To have the best lawn on the block, visit www.earthsbalance.com. That's earthsbalance.com.
Hi, Hal Abrams with Animal Radio, and I want to tell you about a very powerful novel. Animal Instinct is a page-turning book on crusading for the animals that you and I can relate to. You'll read about Eleanor Green as she quits her job and joins the animal rights movements. Eleanor believes that animals are her true calling, and she endures the daily batterings from her tyrant boss to gain some kindness for the animals. Not only will you be shocked and amazed at the unexpected outcome, you'll be moved by her plight along the way. Animal Instinct is available at bookstores everywhere and at Animal Instinct Novel. Has your dog rolled around in something unspeakable? Does the litter box make you gag? Are smells in the carpet or on your bed simply awful? Eliminate all bad pet odors with Knockout. N-O-K-O-U-T. Simply spray and walk away. Knockout is safe, dependable, non-toxic, and destroys odors on contact. Knockout, the pet owner's best friend. Get Knockout today at Knockout.com. N-O-K-O-U-T.com. Knockout odors now. Hey, it's Kelly McCarty on Animal Radio. Please remember your local animal shelters and don't forget to stay and neuter your pets. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? Um, hi, this is Kim. Hi, Kim. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Where are you living? I live in Buena Park, California. Oh, very well. Listening on Coast or K-Big, I imagine. Yes. One of, I'm not sure which one. 1070, I think. One, oh, okay. What uh, What is your question? Um, I um, bought a house, and I have a backyard that is all cement. Uh-huh. And I want to get two dogs, and I want to build a potty area for them. Oh, a potty area for the dogs. Tougher to do with dogs than it is with cats. Right. <laughs> but I, but I, I can't live without dogs, so I need to build a potty area. Okay. And I'm wondering what type of material to use, whether I should build a sand pit or use artificial, I've seen some artificial grass or um, uh, cedar chips or what what type of thing is a good idea to build? Judy's an expert on this, so I'm going to let her answer this. Are you able to put in any real grass? No, No. I don't have an area for real grass. Okay, my only concern is that sometimes dogs get accustomed to their potty areas. If you have a a cement or a sand pit and you let your dog relieve himself on that, there's a problem when you take him out elsewhere that he won't go on the grass or won't go in a certain area. Does he currently go on the concrete? I don't have the dogs yet. Oh, okay. (laughs) I I see that. Okay. (laughs) I would suggest, uh, you know, you might have to try because the dogs can be particular to put something up that they can at least dig a little. I would say, like you said, sand or cedar chips. Uh, the dogs may go on artificial grass. Like what you- kind of dogs? What size dogs are you planning on getting? Um, I just kind of medium dogs. I just want a couple mutts, just some dogs to come home to. And I've got to have two so they're not left to home, home alone all day. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that. That's brilliant. I wanted to just mention, I know you have some ideas, but I wanted to mention a couple of years ago I heard about this puppy go potty. Which was uh, from the Absorption Corporation, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's wasn't it like grass that was... It's a- actually grass. It's sod grass that they give you a container and you put the sod in it and actually grow the grass. And you can replace it, to, especially in Southern California, if the grass dies, you can easily replace it with sod. And you could actually either buy something like that or you could make it yourself. You could uh, fence in, or not fence in, but take some two-by-fours and corner off a section of the yard and put the, actually put the sod down. Uh, it won't last forever, but it's something that you can easily replace. Okay. And Assortion Corp actually makes something like that. You can go online and see what they've done. 
Okay, I, I have seen that. One of the things, I've gone to home shows, and there's a lot of people pushing artificial grass. Mm-hmm. And they say they put them in pet hospitals and, and shelters and mm-hmm. such. And it seems like an easy way because they create a drainage, mm-hmm. and it's easy to clean. But I just don't know if it's friendly for dogs, really, or if it's not such a good idea. See, each dog's going to be finicky to its yeah. own, what it likes. And the good thing is, is if you, if you start these animals, are you going to get them as babies, or are you going to... Probably about a year old okay. because I work during the day, so I don't think I can deal with little puppies. I understand that completely, but young enough to learn a, a brand new procedure if they need right, to. Right. Yeah, I'll I don't work think, with them. Yeah, I don't think you'll have any problem. You can try the artificial grass and see how they like it. And if they can't, then if they won't use it, then you can go, you know, back to natural uh, grass. But what you want to do is basically whatever you put up, you want them to go in that place and that place only. So when you do take them out, you don't want to let them be outside unsupervised. You want to okay. take them out and take them to the area and then reward them. Anytime they go and they use the area, give them a treat. But if you do in the beginning, just kind of let them run free in the backyard. They may go anywhere they want, but you want to take... we want to train them. (laughs) Yeah. You want to take them to the area and you can use like a command or something like that or after they go to the bathroom, you can say like, you know, um, gosh, go potty and you give them a treat and then when you go outside the next time you can say it before they use it take them to the area and say go potty and they'll start to learn that that's for them to relieve themselves and they get a treat and eventually if I have two dogs that I'm guessing maybe 30, 40 pounds Mm -hmm. you know sort of medium-ish dogs how big an area do I want to have? Well, that depends on how often you want to clean it. Well, I'll be, I'll be diligent, but so, what's, what's their minimum, would you say? I'd say probably about a 10 by 10 area. Okay, I'm and, bigger than that, so that's good. Okay, yeah, that's, that was, I would say that would be the minimum, but uh, something like that I would, get, again, clean it you know, on a regular basis. Okay. Because it, once it does become full, they will start looking for other places. No, we want to have good puppies. Well, good, and you know what we're going to do? We're going to send you, we have these uh, brand new adoption kits from Planet Dog, which include all kinds of toys and stuff. We're going to send you a couple of those for your new additions to your household. Oh, I would love that. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Animal Radio. Hold on one second. Thank you. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Oh, <laughs> looks like you caught me peeking in your bathroom closet. Hi, I'm Be Humane, star of Be Humane Go Shopping. Perhaps you've heard of me. You've got a lot of stuff that was tested on animals. Shampoo, cleaner, mascara. Did you know that some of these companies still test their products on animals? Throw this stuff out. <laughs> You see, you have a choice when buying your household and cosmetic products. You can make a difference for animals by only buying cruelty-free products. What? How do you know these products are cruelty-free? Request a free compassionate shopping guide from AAVS. To know which companies are cruelty-free, just call 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org and look for my movie, Be Humane, Go Shopping. Don't forget, 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org. Has your dog rolled around in something unspeakable? Does the litter box make you gag? Are smells in the carpet or on your bed simply awful? Eliminate all bad pet odors with Knockout. N-O-K-O-U-T. Simply spray and walk away. Knockout is safe, dependable, non-toxic, and destroys odors on contact. Knockout, the pet owner's best friend. Get Knockout today at Knockout.com. N-O-K-O-U-T.com. Knockout odors now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. 
Log on. Learn more. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Just a couple of minutes, we'll talk about some very mad animals. Just because the media isn't covering it anymore, you know, it's old news. Doesn't mean mad cow has gone away. We'll talk to Dr. Cass Ingram in just a second. I'm going to be calling him on his cell phone. Animal Radio, brought to you by Biospot, premium flea and tick control products for dogs and cats. One application keeps pets free of fleas and ticks for up to four weeks. Biospot, available at your local pet store or visit biospot.com. Animal Radio is also brought to you by the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Your common, everyday purchases can make a difference for the animals. Get your free, compassionate shopping guide by calling the American Anti-Vivisection Society at 1-800-SAY-AAVS. And we're rocking and rolling and rocking and rolling. Get this guy on the phone. Get this guy on the phone. What'd you do? You just... Hello? Hey, doctor! Yeah! Dr. Cass Ingram? Yeah! Yeah! This is Hal and company? This is, this is Hal and Judy. I'm Judy. Oh, the animal people. Yeah, we are the animal people. And oh. uh, not just because we have Animal Radio Network, just because we don't close the door behind us. And if you've seen our place, you know we are the animal people. The good, good, good people. Good We're... people taking care of those little souls. Where are we calling you? I'm in Chicago, Chicago. Oh, Chicago, the Windy City. The big city, yeah. And you uh, are an author as well as a doctor? Yes, yes, I've written 15 books, including uh, natural cures for killer germs, you know, these terrible germs that are affecting the cattle and... Uh, so natural cures for killer germs is probably the best one for today's subject. Which is mad cow. Mad cow, mad pig, mad chicken, mad turkey. What's the deal with mad cow, Doc? Well, the deal is when you feed the poor cattle and all these other animals all this horrible feed, right? You kill them and you make them sick and then they get... It's terrible for them and then terrible for anybody who eats them. Now, is, is it really true that there's a lot more cases? There's more reason to be worried? Oh, yes! There has to be. Yeah? Look, if you, for the last 50 years in the country here... We've been feeding the animals rendered animal waste. Yes, Ugh. even our cats and dogs we've been doing that. That's right. And some of the cats and dogs are getting mad, too, and they're getting sick. Yes, they are. And, Is that uh, what's going on here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're getting the diabetes and the autoimmune and the paralysis. And, and the, cancers. The, the whole rotten cancers, and it's all the rotten, stupid rendering companies should be all shut down. It's, it should be it's illegal. It's against the divine law, you know, the Quran, the, the Bible, the Torah, the they all mentioned, don't you be, you know, eating carry-on and sick, dead animals on the road and, you know, blood and all that. What's well, the matter with us? Okay, the mafia's so running the show or something. There, there's a lot of cases that are being hidden because uh, nobody wants to panic. I have Dr. Bailey's case here. He's a human being that his patient died of this stupid disease and the government wouldn't accept it. Why is that? Uh, well, he uh, sent, well, God, this is what, $5 billion business? Mm-hmm. It's big. So you got to know that there are signs and symptoms. Dr. Bailey's patient had mad cow in California. Yeah. Uh, and he sent the slide to the government. The government said, ah, it's nothing, it's nothing. And they were wrong. It's The guy, his patient got sick from the... I've seen a lot of cases of people that got sick from beef and chicken and duck and pigs. And, and I see it all the time. Are you all a the vegetarian? time. Are I've, you a vegetarian? No, not in a million years. <laughs> But I, I only, you know, I used to eat uh, 
I used to eat steak at restaurants. I don't anymore. I only eat uh, organic or, you know, some bison or this, like, Amish chicken or free-range chicken. But I'm not going to ever be a, ve- a vegetarian, so that's the end of that. Well, now I'm looking uh, at some of the symptoms of Mad Cow, and it just basically looks like me every day. Do you, well, why? Do you have numbness and tingling? Numbness and tingling, difficulty with spe- speech, uh, yeah. uh, aching weakness, uh, boy. Yeah, just, well, and dizziness and... A have, really hostile behavior. Yes, yes. Yeah. You could have mad meat. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you something. Is uh, it contagious? Uh, it Should is. I worry? It is through the sperm <laughs> and and a woman's secretions. Well, you won't have to worry about that here. Okay. <laughs> okay. I really? hate the word mad. Cow's not a fat word. The cow's not mad. The cow's sick, and the nervous system goes down, and then it drools out of its mouth. It's not mad. It's uh, miserable and sick. And so, what's happening is that we are eating the meat. It's infecting our brains. We get sick, we get MS, we get ALS, we get Parkinson's, we get Alzheimer's, nobody's diagnosing it, we get numbness and tingling, we lose our sensation in the bottom of our feet, our spine stiffens up, our neck stiffens up, we start to go through contortions, we start to lose our memory, we're not thinking right, we get frontal headaches, and we don't know, but all that time we got mad meat syndrome. And I don't think the answer is going vegan. The answer is forcing the industry to quit screwing around with us, and also, you know, finding healthier sources of meat along with your vegetables and fruit. And meanwhile, what should we do? What should we look out for? Well, you should know the signs and symptoms of mad meat and start sharing it with your friends because it's misdiagnosed a lot. And there are, in our estimates, about a million cases of, uh, you know, meat-induced brain damage in this country. So in the meantime, people should, you know, they could consider, I'm not saying buy my book, forget it, everybody's pitching a book. But I did put a thorough list in the 60 pages on Mad Cow on which of these symptoms applies to you. Do you have stamping of the feet? Are, are you exhausted and tired? Do you have loss of bladder control? Are you dribbling there, little ladies there? Are you uncontrollably jerking? Are you having restless leg syndrome? Are you having horrible leg cramps at night? Are your toes cramping up? Uh, are you hysterical, crazy, insane, cuckoo nuts, you know? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was hell, baby. Uh, so I am losing my mind. That's Judy, baby. No, it's, so, it's, it's, I'm getting contaminated. It's, uh... it's just at the thought of it. So, you know, and, and I have done a clinical trial on people with these kinds of diseases and gotten good results using germicides, but natural germicides, spice extracts. We use the juice of oregano, the oregasin. So uh, it really are, works. That works, huh? Yeah, we got we got two people out of the wheelchair by killing the germs. That we got this stuff across the blood-brain barrier. I'm not saying I'm a magic man. I'm am, I'm a physician. I have published clinical science. I have published 15 books. But actually, I know Harold is out of his wheelchair and back to work, and the nurse's uh, husband's back to work, and they both were crippled up in wheelchairs. We don't know why. We don't know if it was the meat or vaccines or some just uh, act in nature. So if you stop but, eating contaminated meat, will these symptoms Yes, it will away? help. It will help. It will, will they... help. It will help. It will help. It's not the whole thing. You have to know, you know, what all it's in, different things like, uh, you know, collagen products. Uh, you have to, you know, clean up, you know, a lot of different things. Primarily, though, you, you wouldn't want to get any vaccines. You wouldn't want to get any, uh, uh, any mad meat. You'd want to uh, switch to uh, uh, totally organic grass-fed meat. And uh, you might want to even cut back a little bit on the meat, push a lot of fruits and vegetables to clean out. We, we might want to look at some of these natural cures. And I'm not trying to sell you on anything. You don't have to do anything I say, but it's all in there. What kind of natural cures? 
Well, the best is the honey vinegar tonic, where you take the raw honey and the vinegar, and you take uh, eight ounces of each, and you mix it up real good, and you have two tablespoons every morning. Along with the most powerful thing of all, of course, is this P73 oregano that we tested in the scientific study, in which we found this stuff which you can yank off the shelf in about, oh, I'd say seven out of ten health food stores, this P73 material. So we yank it off, we give it to the patients, we give them 20 drops twice a day, we give them the juice also, the juice of oregano, I don't know if you can find it or not. We give them an ounce twice a day, we get them well, and they were incurable. They were Lou Gehrig's, they were Alzheimer's, they were incurable, Couldn't nobody could help them. So I believe there's hope, but we have to stop, like you said, eating all these meats. We have to stop feeding our pets these horrible things and ruining their lives. We have to stop vaccinating our pets with all these horrible vaccines. And particularly, cats are very vulnerable to developing mad cows. You know, mad chicken has killed a bunch of tigers. And For real? Yeah, that's mad chicken over there, you know. Wow. They call it bird flu. It's really mad chicken. Because they fed the stinking chickens the rotten feed lot uh, chicken matter from all the ground-up guts of the chickens over there in the Orient. So, yeah, they keep calling this bird flu. Well, yeah. You, you got any chickens and ducks and pigs that live in your house over there? Then you might get the bird flu. Short of that, you're not going to get it. Okay. Well, we are uh, so running out of time, but uh, it, it, you have a lot on your mind, and ap- ap- I'm sure you can find a lot more in natural cures for killer germs. <laughs> well, maybe. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Kessinger. There you go. Here's the 800 number. What's the deal? 1-800-243-5242. Does that spell anything? I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's 1-800-243-5242. You got a website? Uh, there is oregano.com, and I don't have a website, but you got to study the book, and you guys stay healthy and cut out the commercial meat, switch to organic. Okay. I'll yeah. remember that, definitely. That'll make a big difference. Yeah, but bye. Okay, nineteen ninety-five is how much the book costs. Not which bad. It seems like a pretty darn good deal. Yeah, you have the book, don't you? No, but... We're What's getting, the matter with those publicists? We're going to get some. They're on their way. We're going to give some away. Uh, yeah. 1-866-405-8405. How many copies We're do we have? Five copies. Five copies. Well, what I'm going to keep one, okay? okay so there's so four, four copies. copies. Four, four. 1-866-405-8405. If you want to get the book, uh, buy it at 1-800-243-5242. We'll put a link from the AnimalRadio.com site. You guys stay healthy now. Dr. Cass you Ingram, too. you okay. take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Veterinary Minute is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Made from whole kernel corn, World's Best Cat Litter has has superior odor control without the use of perfumes and scents and is clumpable and scoopable. It is also truly septic safe and flushable. Ask your grocer or pet supply store for world's best cat litter. 911 dogs. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting. For years, search and rescue dogs have worked alongside their human teammates including the attacks at the World Trade Center and the Pentagon on September the 11th, 2001. Without any regard for their own safety or the protective gear available to humans, these dogs put their nose to the ground in an attempt to find the missing and hopefully save a human life. For the first responder, both human and animal alike, the long-term health effects of exposure to hazardous carcinogens and fine particles of soot and debris is a major concern. As a result, the University of Pennsylvania is hosting a five-year study using MRIs to look for the early warning signs of health issues, primarily cancer, in these canine first responders. 
The study, which was launched in 2002, has been tracking the health of 12 search and rescue dogs that volunteered time in the rescue, recovery, and relief missions at Ground Zero and at the Pentagon. At the conclusion of the fourth year earlier this month, the study yielded no signs of nasal or respiratory cancer that related to these search and rescue efforts. Search and rescue dogs rely on a heightened sense of smell to transcend the rubble and the remains of man-made structures and lead human handlers to the missing. As a result, these animals are unable to use safety devices such as gas masks and safety goggles to protect them from potentially hazardous carcinogens contained in the debris. In 2002, ProScan, a world leader in human MRI technology, opened the first pet imaging center housing technologically advanced state-of-the-art equipment that uses magnetic energy and radio waves to create detailed images of tissue. These centers, created especially for dogs and cats, allow veterinarians to more accurately determine the cause and location of disease, such as cancer in pets, without invasive exploratory surgery. Based on more than 6,000 case referrals, pet imaging centers are the world leader in pet MRI scans. This is a great example of technology helping our canine heroes, but also a good indication of what's available for all of us and our pets who might need some more advanced diagnostic capabilities. For the Veterinary News Network at myvnn.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys on Animal Radio. Your cat deserves world's best cat litter. A new breed of cat litter with a level of performance that makes it worthy of the name world's best. Made from whole kernel corn, it binds odors naturally, resulting in superior odor control without the use of perfumes. It is truly flushable, clumpable, scoopable, biodegradable, and septic safe. You just scoop it and flush it. It's ideal for use in self-cleaning litter boxes. It is also veterinarian recommended and safe for kittens of all ages. Ask for world's best cat litter at your grocery store, PetSmart, Petco, and anywhere fine pet supplies are sold. Well, you've heard us talking about Get Serious, the pet stain odor and pheromone extractor for several months now, and how easily it removes carpet stains left from cat vomit. Now I want to talk to you about a problem dog owners face. It's called remarking. If your dog remarks, you might have thought about banishing him from the house or worse, taking him to the shelter. You use other cleaners, but your dog keeps going back to the same spot. Don't blame your pet because you used a product that didn't get the job done. End the problem with Get Serious. The pheromones, there's something you can't smell. They draw them back to the same spot. Get Serious is the only product that totally extracts the pheromone so your pets won't be attracted back to Remark. Get Serious is recommended by rescue groups and veterinarians. And Get Serious keeps pets in homes and out of shelters. You can find Get Serious at PetSmart and in fine pet stores all over. Visit their website at GetSeriousProducts.com. Again, that's GetSeriousProducts.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Rebecca Coles of Rebecca's Gardening. You are listening to Animal Radio. And remember, don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio Network. Hi, Dr. Shadler. Good afternoon. Dr. Todd Shadler joining us. Where, where are we calling you today? I'm in Columbus, Ohio currently. Not really the hotbed of heat waves, 
But uh, it does get hot there. I don't know if it's uh, if you've been experiencing the same heat waves that we've uh, been experiencing out west. It's It's been fairly toasty here. Yeah. This concerns me because at this time of year, many animals get dehydrated or get heat exposure and end up at the veterinary clinic. Definitely. Can you give me some tips, first of all? And I know whether they may seem like really obvious. And, of course, the most obvious being don't leave your dog in a parked car. Exactly. You know, we always appreciate how hot cars get rapidly after we just duck into the store for a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. We come back there, we open up the car door, we can barely sit in the seat because it's so warm. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, if you leave your dog in the car, even with the window cracked, the temperature can be up over 100 degrees in less than 15 minutes. And that's with the window cracked. With the window even cracked. Mm. And temperatures like that are going to, unfortunately, not only be dangerous, but often fatal for dogs. Sure. Okay. So uh, do we bring them in? Of course, in a lot of places we can't bring our dogs in. Do we leave them at home? Leave them at home. You know, and this is something, as a pet lover myself, and I love traveling with my dog, it's one of those times you uh, you take one for the team. Mm-hmm. You don't take him on trips like that. You take him home first, then go back to the 7-Eleven or the store whatever, and then pick up the groceries. It's just not worth the risk. One of my concerns is when I try to walk on hot pavement, it hurts. I have to put on sandals or some kind of shoe. But yet I see people walking their dogs around. Is this harmful? It can be. And, you know, once again, it's one of those things we kind of put on blinders at times about our pets. You know, if we took off our shoes and started walking on concrete or pavement in this type of weather, we'd start crying pretty fast because of the temperatures involved. Even though dogs' pads are extremely effective in basically handling heat, rough objects, things along those lines, they're not indestructible, and they can be sensitive to heat over a period of time. So anytime you're going to have them out for a long walk, particularly in summer, try to keep them off concrete and pavement. Try to get them on areas that are going to be a little softer on those pads, and most importantly, areas that are going to be a little bit cooler, too. So basically, if it's too hot for you, it's too hot for your pet. Right on the button. You know, we we treat them like our babies at times, but then we do things completely opposite. If it's too hot for us, definitely it's too hot for them. They can't perspire the way we do, and actually we handle heat much better than dogs do. So if it's too hot for us, we need to be careful with them. We're using dogs as an example, but cats also uh, can be terribly affected by the heat. And uh, Now our cats, uh, our studio cats, love to spend time outside. Should they be in some kind of shelter? Well, you want to be careful. You know, what's nice with cats, cats tend to be lucky in the fact I think most people don't chain up their cats to a specific area. Sure. So cats are a little more lucky where they can go to areas that are shady, areas hopefully that have water too. But cats need to be careful too because as for dogs, they don't really perspire the way we do. They will be more sensitive. And we always want to make sure, and you know, I I think one thing we forget particularly with the dog who's chained up outside He may have shade initially at the point of the day we put them out there, but shade moves through the day. Mm -hmm. And you may find later in the day that shade's gone, and then at that point they're definitely at risk. Mm -hmm. Can uh, how we groom our animal uh, affect how the heat affects them? Yeah, I I think, you know, you always want to make sure they're groomed well. And, you know, a lot of times people wonder if they have a... uh, dog with a fair amount of hair on their body if they should have it all trimmed off. Not necessarily, but the key is to keep them well-groomed. You don't want them tangled up. You want to make sure their hair coats provide nice air circulation for those bodies. Okay, the dog's been out there. We're not quite sure, but he's giving me this blank stare. How do I know if it's heat stroke? 
Well, this is the point where it's important to know your dog well. I think you get to know their expressions, their looks very well over a period of time. And when you start seeing that look of anxiety on their face, I think that's really a good tip-off and clue for you. Other things that will go along with it is heavy panting, rapid heart breathe. You'll really see them working hard to breathe. Mm -hmm. Many times when they're working that hard to breathe, you'll notice also, too, they start drooling a lot. So another good little sign they're starting to get trouble with the heat. If you see them pant hard, look actually at their mouth, because if you start seeing their tongue or their gums getting very bright or red, Mm -hmm. that's an indication they could start having trouble. And then at that point, things unfortunately start cascading. You'll notice they start getting very slow. They'll start acting dizzy, lack coordination, balance. They may start staggering. And unfortunately, it may lead to seizures and possibly in consciousness. So simply just trying to cool them down isn't the solution. They need to go to the vet, huh? Well, what happens is if they actually go into heat stroke, the key first off is you do want to get them to the vet as fast as possible. But things you can do in the meantime, you know, as you load them onto the car or if you don't have the ability to get them there immediately, cool them down using cool water. Now, don't cover them with ice something like that because unfortunately getting them that cold will work against you it will tend to constrict blood vessels so just use cool water and then give them ice cubes to lick if they're still at that point but once again even at that point if they recover for you get them into the veterinarian you want to make sure that permanent damage hasn't occurred very good dr todd shadler Associate Dean of Clinical Studies at Ross University School of Veterinary Medicine. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. That's all we have for this hour. We want to thank the amazing Kreskin for joining us. Uh, also, there's plenty more, lots more, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, fresh wow. animal programming at animalradio.com. Also, if you get a pet this week, please, please spay or neuter. And if it's a cat, don't declaw. And if you want a certain breed, please go to a breed rescue. We'll see you next week right here for more animal radio on this fine station. Have a great week. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.